This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Hello and welcome to Evolve by Erica, the podcast. I'm Erica, your host, and we're here to talk about all things 5D, spiritual, high vibrational, and higher consciousness. So welcome and come on in. Hello guys and welcome back for another episode. Thank you so much for joining in each week and I love receiving messages and DMs based on how you're liking the episode, more things that you want me to share about on the podcast. And the last two episodes I had my husband on, it was so much fun and it was, we were able to go deep. As you know, I'm not a planner. We just roll with it. And it was just really amazing to hear him share about his journey of addiction and his, all that he has gone through and is going through. And I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope you took a lot away from it. And I have to say, um, addiction is, it's such a hard and dark journey and gratefully, my husband and I were able to make it out and make it through that. And a lot of the times, people have to really create boundaries for themselves from the person who has an addiction, which I did do at some points in our relationship. I had to kind of not talk to him or create space between us because it gets very, very heavy. Um, and the other very scary reality is not making it out of addiction. And Unfortunately, over the past few weeks, I've known people who have passed away because of this really horrible and dark illness. So my heart is with you. If you struggle with addiction, if you know someone that does, what I've learned in this journey is that we all know someone and it is, it's just very dark. It's very, very, very challenging for the people that love the addict and, and for the person who is addiction, addicted. So we are sending our love and our prayers out to anyone who's dealing with this and that kind of segues us into the conversation for today i wanted to talk about the times that we're living in how intense they are on our nervous system and offer you some tools some maybe shifts maneuvers to help make life just a little bit calmer and a little bit easier right now. So as you know, unless you've been living on another planet, um, we're living through one historical event after the other. And it can feel so heavy, especially for my empaths and my intuitives. And I'm one of those people. So it's it's a very it's a very challenging time. So we we feel like we're coming out of COVID and we were getting back to normalcy. I know New York doesn't have the mandates anymore and things started to look a little bit more positive in that area and now we're experiencing the headlines and the social media posts about a war. And even though it's far from our home, we still feel it because we're all interconnected. We're all connected and we're all one. And I just remember hearing the start of this and saying, it's 2022. How is a war taking place? Like, how are we as a society, as a collective, not evolved enough to know that there never needs to be a war. We can come to an understanding or we can come to a state of peace by talking, by, I don't know, by compromising. How on earth is this happening at this point in time? And I started to think about this a little bit deeper and I was shown what a spiritual journey is like. And 
I know in my spiritual journey, it was not all rainbows and butterflies, although I do focus a lot on the beauty of it. Uh, As you know, I was having panic attacks. I was having a lot of inner battles. I was praying to any higher power that my anxiety would be taken from me and just allow me to live in peace. And with every spiritual journey, there is some call it a dark night of a soul. There's challenges that you experience in order to get to the space or onto the path that you wish to be on that higher frequency path. And it, I feel it's the same for the collective. We have been living through one thing after another division battles prejudice. I mean, it goes, it goes on and on and on. So much division, so much fighting, so much right versus wrong or this versus that. And what I believe this to be is a collective spiritual awakening. Because as I said, spiritual awakenings aren't all rainbows and butterflies. They're really hard times. And it kills me when I, I boil it down to the human level and I think about people's lives being lost in in as this journey, but there comes this space of understanding that we need to surrender, we need to pray, we need to come together as a collective and emit out peace so that that is what continues to ripple out. So there's actually this law or this effect that was studied, um, I think in the 80s. And the law basically consists of a study where 1% of the population, the finding was that 1% of the population being in meditation, being in a state of higher consciousness can actually impact the rest of the world and how people choose to live. And they found that violence decreased. They found that prejudice decreased. And all of these negative things that exist in a society started to lower while 1% of the population was tapping into this higher frequency of meditation. So that leaning into that space because I I will tell you honestly, I'm an empath. I feel so much. And when I'm sitting on social media and I'm looking at all these horrific things that are happening around the world, I feel that so deeply I could cry. And I know a lot of you can experience that too and feel heavy and feel dragged down and feel helpless. And then I will take myself out of it for a minute and just ask myself, what can I do in the here and now to help? Well, I could live from a place of peace. I can work on my inner peace. So that is what I share. And that's what people receive when they come in contact with me. I could tap into joy because there's actually an emotional scale of emotions. um, And they're, they're measured in frequency and hurts. And the fear that we've been living in is the lowest on the scale. And when you're, when you're functioning out of that low system, it said Abraham Hicks and other Thought leaders will share that that's where we attract negative energy, whether it be disease or whether it be more of what we're feeling, like fear, things to be fearful of. And when we're able to tap into a higher scale, that's what we're able to see. We're able to emit that out and we're able to raise the frequency of the collective. So in the moments where I feel super helpless, I stop and I think about how can I be peace? Because that's what I want to see in the world. 
how can I share peace with others? And obviously that's, I do that through meditation. That's an obvious way, but also just going out into the world and being in a state of peace, being calm in the grocery store, being calm on the road, allowing someone to go in front of me if they need to. So trying to bring this down to a state of if I create, if I play a role in this world, what can I do so that I could see more of what I want in the world? So number one is finding my peace, sharing the peace. And by coming together collectively, by tuning into meditation together, and it's so powerful for the new moon, there were 100 of us on the Zoom. And it just felt so, so powerful because we were there for ourselves, but we were also there for everyone else and the state of the world to send out that peace as much as we can from our heart, from our soul. So during these really hard times, it is so easy to get on social media and continue to scroll and look at these things that are really, really heavy. And by no means do I think we should ignore what's going on or spiritually bypass and make believe that everything's okay because clearly it isn't. We're going through a massive awakening as we've seen over the past few years. But in those moments, we have to think, is this helping me? Is this helping anyone else? Social media has really become an echo chamber where people feel it's their responsibility to make sure they're sharing the most updated news and the events that go on in the world. And if that is someone's passion and that's their calling, that is absolutely wonderful and they should share that awareness. But then I have seen other people feel like they need to share it because if they don't share it, it seems like they do not care. And that's something that I've actually grown to be very comfortable with that discomfort because I've wanted to create my page to be a space where you can take a moment to literally take a breath and take a breather. Everyone else, there's so many people posting. I know you're hearing the news. I know you're getting the news. I know it's not my responsibility to deliver the news to you, but I want you to come here to take a long deep breath and calm your nervous system. And I share that because you may have needed to hear that as well. And I feel that overall, we're bombarded with information. We're bombarded with the news. We have alerts on our phone. We have every app. We have Google. We have the the news on the television. There's so many ways to constantly be bombarded with this information. And it's heavy, heavy, heavy information that we can all just use some time to step back and to think by scrolling endlessly, by watching the news for hours and hours, is this serving me and is this serving the world in the highest good? And just starting to create some healthy boundaries with yourself in this way. Our nervous system controls every system of the body. So if our nervous system is very wound up and out of whack, Our digestion might be out of whack. How many times have you experienced when you're nervous or anxious a change in your elimination? I know sometimes when people get really nervous, they have to go to the bathroom. I know some people, if they experience a lot of stress, they may squeeze everything in and up and then they can't go to the bathroom. That's just one example. So our nervous system really does regulate every other system of the body. And if it is wound up by all the information we're receiving, all the stress in the world, it's going to have a physical impact on our body. And it's going to have an impact on how we respond, how we act, how we treat others. So I want you to know 
that we, I believe, we chose to be on earth at this time, this very, very intense transitional time in the world. And you are here for a reason, 100 million percent. And if you landed on my page and if you landed on this podcast, chances are you're here because of a light within you. You're a part of the family of light. And we all have lightness in us and some of us choose to tap into it more deeply. But chances are you are here to spread light of some kind. And that could look a bunch of different ways. It could be through your friend group. Maybe they need a little bit of your light. Maybe your family needs it. Maybe the collective needs it. Maybe you're here to bring meditation in different spaces where it's never been before. Maybe you're here to change a system that has been structured a certain way for thousands of years or hundreds of years or however long and you're here to change it. So I want you to rest assured and know that you are here during these intense times for a reason. And you might not consciously know your why and it could be as dramatic as changing a system as I said before or something on the everyday level of just bringing more light and more love into your family and into your everyday experiences but you're here for a reason and it is so important to take care of yourself during these times so that we could see in the world what we want to see as I said before so if we feel chaotic within we're we're essentially recreating that the more time we can get back into balance and more into peace, that's what we could ripple out into the world. So here are some things that I am doing right now to protect my energy. I am fully aware of what's going on in the world, although I don't know every detail. Um, burnout is real. And many of you may have been down many different rabbit holes over the last two years. I was one of the, I am one of those people where I'm interested in what's going on. I'm researching what's going on and I am following up on it in my own time, whether that be right before bed, usually when I'm done working, which is, you know, later in the evening. And you could see why that's not good for your nervous system. But the burnout is real. And we need to be able to, of course, be aware, send love, and be able to take care of ourselves and our family. So taking some time, giving yourself a limit on social media, and I know I shared about this March challenge that I wanted to do. I want us to just be aware of how much time we're spending scrolling. And this is regardless of what's going on in the world. It's just really healthy to be very aware of that how much time we're spending that's really passive um it's just passive energy so we're just we're sitting there as almost like an observer observing what's going on in other people's lives or what's going on around the world and it can make us feel a certain way it could bring us into a comparison trap it could give us anxiety it could bring a lot of stress and you may have been feeling a lot of this late more even more lately so just observing how much time we're spending on social media and maybe making a goal to scale that back a little bit to be able to maybe cut that in half or cut that in into a quarter of where our energy was and i've been seeing this lately and i i've been doing this lately and i've been able to really channel my energy into so much more and 
from, you know, from the beginning of this month when things started to get really intense to now, I just physically feel clearer and I'm able to then help more people in a very clear way rather than holding that weight and holding the weight of the world and the energy of the world within me. So cutting back a little bit, taking time to breathe. So Hopefully everyone listening already has a morning practice because I don't know if you knew this, you can lose up to 60% of your life force energy if you don't breathe consciously for 11 minutes a day. I may have shared that here before. So taking time to breathe in the morning, 10 to 11 minutes, just clearing out anything from the day prior, anything you've been holding on to, and grounding yourself into this present moment and day will just get you started on the right foot. You will have a different trajectory of your entire day by starting with that. You will make different choices. You will act from a different space if you have have re-centered your energy before starting your day. I promise you, if you haven't tried it, you have to try it. Okay, so from there, taking time while we're eating, I feel like this is so important to really be present. Sometimes it's a time where I know I've scrolled before and taking a moment to just be where we are, grateful for the food that's in front of us, grateful for the shelter that we have, and be able to consciously just eat and receive that nourishment from food is another place where you could just squeeze in a little bit of mindfulness during the day. Continuing on, getting out in nature, as you guys know, is so healing. So putting your feet in the grass, getting out to the beach, or just simply going for a walk, looking out the window, taking a few long deep breaths in front of a window can really help to regulate your nervous system. And this is essential right now. It just shifts your energy. You get out of your space. You get out into nature. You get all those negative ions bringing you back to this very neutral space. And it is so healing. Taking time to wind down before going to bed is another really important thing that I want us to do. And that's why actually I'm going to be launching a sleep challenge on Instagram starting Sunday. I'm just looking up the date of Sunday. So starting Sunday the 13th, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm going to be going live on Instagram and we are going to meditate together Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, five-day sleep challenge, which is huge. And it's free to everyone because it's on Instagram. If you know anyone that could really benefit from this, I encourage you to share it with them. It's going to be about a 15-minute wind down and you will be very surprised how even if it was one minute or two minutes of just taking a few long deep breaths before you settle into your slumber, how better your quality of sleep is. And hopefully we'll be able to explore that together. But I know during the thick of COVID and the really intense times that we were going through in 2020, so many people were experiencing disruptions to their sleep. And I know I started grinding my teeth during that time and a lot of other people have too. And just others were having sleep interruptions, not being able to sleep. And when the world outside of us is intense, we're impacted in ways that we may have never imagined to be impacted. So I hope this sleep challenge could really help us center, help us to get the quality sleep that we need to continue to live our healthy lives. And that's just another way to really calm ourselves, center ourselves, and be able to clear the energy of the world. And I want to speak about one more thing because this is often 
how I feel as an empath. Um, and just so you know, an empath is someone that really feels the energy of other people. And social media can definitely magnetize that because we're seeing pictures and we're seeing videos of what other people are going through. And at times we can feel really helpless. We could feel really heavy. We could feel really saddened or just like very dense energy in our body. And being able to tune in what can help you feel better. You don't have to feel guilty. Um, I think that we need to transmute some of the heaviness into gratitude for for these little blessings that exist in our world that maybe we never stop to really say thank you for. And I know ever since this started a few weeks ago, I guess at this time, I've just been noticing like small little things that we take for granted. Like there was a car that passed me who was jamming out to music and I was like, wow, what a beautiful thing to be able to feel joy and to be able to feel peace and to be able to feel enjoyment. You don't need to feel guilty about that because you're doing it from a space of wanting to share it, wanting that to multiply, wanting that to reach the other side of the world, hopefully sooner than later. And another way that I feel we can we can help and we can put our energy towards healing and spreading peace is through our meditations and always having that intention, saying the long time sun and sharing that third one for peace in the world. Over this past month, I uploaded a meditation for peace so that anytime we feel helpless, anytime we feel like the challenges of the world are just too big, you have that to dip into. You have that to send out. So I just wanted to have this episode just to have a chat about some things that have been on my mind. And I know many of you probably feel very similar to me, especially doing this energy work when you start to clear out a lot of what we've suppressed. And that's what we do in Kundalini. We clear out a lot of our old wounds, our old energy. We start to feel a hell of a lot more. And feeling could be really, really hard. And it's not for the weak. And unfortunately, I think going back to the previous two episodes with addiction, a lot of people turn to addiction not because they want to be addicted to a substance, but sometimes because feeling the pressure and the energy of the world or just even what we experience in our relationships can just feel all too much. And I feel so grateful that we have this practice to allow us to feel. And then when things get too heavy, we use the breath again to clear it and to move that energy. And I do have dreams of hopefully being able to bring this to people who are in recovery or people who like you and me, who are just struggling with living through these really intense times. And giving them, giving everyone, whoever needs it, access to this really powerful and transformative practice that could help us through our toughest times. So I choose at this time to believe that there is a divine plan, although it can look so dark and so ugly and it breaks my heart to to be able to just get into that space of surrender at times but knowing that there is a divine plan and that we are going through a really big transition and all that we can do is stay in our peace be what we want to see in the world share the energy with others the energy that we want to 
multiply, to share out, to ripple out, and to stay as much in a state of peace as we can so that we can share that with anyone and everyone we come in contact with. So when you feel like the outside world just feels too much, I want you to go back into your breath, go back into your mantras and know that there's space within you that holds this energy that can be shared throughout the collective. And by us tuning in each day, we're not just benefiting ourselves, we're really sharing this energy out with the collective in the world. And there's so many more people right now open to meditation, so many more people that want to be meditating and that's just evidence in itself that it is working. And unfortunately, there's some more, I guess we could call it darkness or shadows that are coming up and we pray and we send light to all those who are affected. And we continue to go back into that light within us and pray for that to conquer, conquer any darkness. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm sending you so much love, so much gratitude. If you ever need to reach out, if life just feels heavy, I'm always here. So you can email me or DM me. I love receiving messages from you guys. And I wish you a beautiful day. Satnam. May the long time sun shine upon you.